0: jay Powell's catching our attention and the focus today but earnings are playing a big role in the market too as we got salesforce down but on the flip side snowflake was higher marvell lower and nvidia down too. a mixed batch but after today's sell-off all looking pretty weak let's bring in john freeman joining us from cfra with salesforce on his mind in particular it's a pretty tough sell-off here after the report and today john we dropped yep. on the number, stabilized yesterday, and dropped again today. But you think this is a buying opportunity? How come?
1: I absolutely do. So if you remember 2008, do you remember like the Salesforce was a public company back then? And what Mark Benioff did is he used that economic depression, that economic downturn to Push cloud computing adoption in the large enterprise. We had already dominated sort of the small to mid-sized business. The next growth leg was the large enterprise. So in these kinds of environments, and, and he's done it time and time again with you know, uh, you know during the Greek debt crisis. You know there have been a couple of sort of economic macroeconomic sort of uh, trounces that we've seen in the last decade or so. And Mark Benioff is the guy that you want. I think at the at the wheel, you know, in in a situation like this, and and come on, we're talking about this is kind of the Dame, Rodney Dangerfield of of tech companies. I mean, it doesn't get uh, enough. I don't get no respect. It doesn't get no respect, right? It <laughs> no respect. So so the, this company grew twenty two percent. Year over year, now there's a couple points of you know MA growth, but but this is a company that's growing, you know, in the high digits, it's a $30 billion company. And it's just getting started in terms of realizing the you know the potential operating leverage inherent in that business. You know, operating margins, if you look way out. You could see this company doing 40%, then 50% operating margins in the years to come. That's the kind of potential it has, you know, because it's a it's a cloud business that has, you know, uh, a subscription based model and almost all of its revenue is recurring. So any, you know, that's why I think it's 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 very justified here uh, and and really presents a, a great a great a very attractive opportunity for long term investors, no doubt in my view.
0: How important is that uh, qualifying adjective for investors long term? Because it seems like, John, in your framework, you're allowing for a a pretty rough economic period here to enable Mark Benioff to feast on the week, basically. That could be a while.
1: (laughs) That's a great way to put it. I mean, fundamentally, that's what he's going to do, right? And he's going to take share from Oracle and he's going to do, you know, and, and right. But here's the thing these all of these stocks right are still high multiple stocks because they're high growth stocks people have kind of figured out this is this you know earnings growth is going to right uh, last for a long time at least there's a number of investors that you know make that that long term bet but at the same time right the macro environment is is pretty crazy right now um i think there's some things that could happen on the positive like let's say Ukraine breaks through. By the way, I think Ukraine. You know, I, I think this is going to go down in history as the the war that was won with software. Right? There's no difference in the mechanics of all of these weapons that Ukraine is using to you know pull off the David against Goliath sort of uh, uh, you know defense. But it's 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 not There's no difference in the physical stuff. It's all software, right? And and I think that that's, that's going to go down in history. And I think it'll be it's you know. But you know, from a practical standpoint, right now, right. If it breaks and and the you know and if we have a break in this side in in either direction, I think. But if if it's a break on the Ukrainian side, which I think may happen, that's a really positive macro development. China's yeah. the one wild card, though. That economy, I think, perhaps is worse than than they are letting us know. You know what I mean? They're, and they're still using these lockdowns, and it's a very strange sort of environment there but it has effect on tech stocks because they're all
0: high multiple, right? John, what uh, do you think we should uh, uh, put in our framework as a multiple for this stock in the type of environment you're describing? Uh, uh, is this a company that uh, is going to function a differently as a kind of a, a larger dividend paying profitable giant instead of a super high growth? Should we be looking for them to do some shareholder friendly activity? Uh, going forward, or are they going to maintain a high multiple?
1: Right. Well, you just, so they they just announced actually a $10 billion. Yeah, uh, first buyback. one, right? For the first time ever. Yeah. yeah. For the first time ever. It's not that much. But honestly, I don't like, you know, I, I like the idea that that's, you know, that that's happening. That's because this is still, this is a company doing buybacks, but still growing 22% you know uh, uh, and by the way fx really did you know they have a significant amount of their business is uh, XUS, x us so fx really did hurt them it, it you know normally i don't pay attention to fx but it hit salesforce four percent this you know in this quarter so that could spring back the other way again when the dollar weakens assuming you know everybody kind of really you know gets a relief uh, on the you know global macro front which i don't know It seems like we should be due for one because the macro has been a a series of "Wow, didn't expect that!" you know, that to happen kind of situation uh, over the last two to three years,
0: right? Okay, interesting. All right, so I think it's a um, uh, pretty compelling case. I mean, basically, you're putting your faith in Benioff and the history for him to execute here. Maybe you get a couple macro things go your way, and uh, the backdrop improves. Yeah, right. But it uh, might, be a, might be a long haul uh, at this juncture. Might be a long I haul. Think.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I think, you know, if you if you have a four-year in tech, I, you know, and particularly in enterprise software, I like to think of, you know, a four-year investment horizon, um, particularly for these companies that have high recurring revenues. You know, not a whole lot could get jumped off the train very much on the fundamentals. Obviously we can have gyrations on the multiple and therefore stock prices. But these companies, I think from the fundamentals perspective, are a lot safer than people expect. And they're taking share, they're taking a greater share of our economy, you know, and they're they're doing more inside of companies. ServiceNow, right? Datadog, all of these enterprise software companies, I think, you know, are are benefiting from for lack of a better term, software eating the world, right? As uh, Mark Andreessen famously said in the uh, uh, Wall Street Journal uh, uh, op-ed back in 2011, he said software is eating the world. This is my, my investment conclusion really for the long term, you know, for more than a year is, you know, expe- ex- that's the investment conclusion based on that uh, statement. And I think, you know, it's obvious that Software certainly becoming mediating a lot more of what we do, and that's just a natural outcome of that. Not all software companies are, are created equal, though, of course. So it sounds lot, like they might be eating
0: each other a little bit here going forward. Yeah, for the thesis. and the
1: legacy companies like Citrix, obviously, and you saw uh, OpenText trying to bu- acquire its way out of its hole. Um, these companies that have, you know, that made the shift to the cloud too late like Oracle, I think, uh, they've got a problem. Mm. I mean, I I think Oracle's got a real long-term problem. And um, the solution may be to split the company into two, Mm. you know, into the database side, right, and cloud infrastructure side, and then the application side. I think that might unlock value, but uh, I don't think Ellison's gonna do that anytime soon. (laughs) So... Yeah, that's one stock. That's one software stock I'm not so uh, excited about. All
0: right, we like it. We got one pan and one pick. John, thanks, okay. and have a great weekend. Good to have you here thanks on a Friday.
1: Take care, man.
0: Appreciate it. John is the vice president of equity research at right with, with the buy and a pretty strong one on CRM.